You've tuned into the cosine with Bionic Mark. Hey, welcome to the cosine. I'm your humble host, the big A- Mr. Big Apple himself, the infamous Bionic Mark. I'm an actor, bodyguard, photographer, wanderer, but I'd like to say man about town because it sounds nicer. The Cosine is a podcast where I interview special guests. It could be an actor, business leader, musician, author, entrepreneur, someone in fashion, sports, technology. You name it, if I like it, I'm going to interview them. My guest today is author Sean Penn, here to talk to us about his new book called The Black Church. Welcome, Sean. Hey, how you feeling, brother? Thank you so much for joining. But before we meet Sean, I just a couple things I wanted to talk about that's in the news. Wow. They're really talking about driverless cars nowadays. Man, I heard Google is doing something. Mercedes-Benz just in it just like created this F015. And I hear Apple is about to come out with a new car. So pretty soon Siri's gonna be driving you around. You guys remember when electric cars was the big rave? But I'm not like surprised really. Y'all remember the Lexus LS460, the car that parks itself? That was the beginning, y'all. I can't wait. Some sad news, though, I got to remember to uh, talk to you guys about. I wasn't here last week, but Anthony Mason from the New York Knicks died. And uh, I know I mentioned it like two weeks ago. Like, you know, he had uh, one of his surgeries was like a nine hour surgery for, you know, like congestive heart failure. But as you all know, uh, Mace died. So I just wanted to send uh, my belated condolences out to friends and family. And I heard his funeral really was well attended. Also, all-star Jerome Kersey died. Anthony was 48. Jerome Kersey was 52 from the Portland Trailblazers. He died. Um, Earl Lloyd, who was the first black NBA player, recently died. And I was surprised to know that the Dallas Mavericks' Roy Tarpley, I don't know if any of y'all remember Roy Tarpley, but he used to, he got banned from the NBA in 95. And uh, I think he, you know, he's really into drugs and the whole nine, but I think he hung out with Rick James a little too much. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> and is it me or did Roy look a little bit like DJ Clark Kent? If you look at Roy, I swear I, to God, he favored I, Clark Kent. And finally, Mayor de Blasio, the 109th mayor of New York City, he announced that he's going to push to have the city's hourly minimum wage jump to 13 bucks an hour next year. Uh, a sharp increase from what is currently going on with $8.75 an hour. And um, yeah, and that's the lowest paying, um, the lowest paid workers get $8.75 in, in the most expensive, one of the most expensive cities in America, which is crazy. And uh, I just wanted to give a cosign to the mayor who drew a lot of flack from the, uh, from the police when he told everybody how he trains his son Dante on how to deal with the cops. I want to big up the mayor. So let's get on to the show, man. So you guys may know my guest from his other life as a chart-topping rapper by the name of Little Sean with hits like I Made Love, which is my favorite song, uh, <laughs> Hickey's on Your Chest, and Dom Perignon featuring Notorious B.I.G. Again, I wasn't want to give a great uh, hand clap, a great shout-out for Sean. Thanks again, Sean, for coming to the Cosign. I really appreciate Thanks you being here. Thanks for having here. me, brother. Definitely. And just to start off, like, how did you get into the rap game, Sean? Oh, uh, wow. Let's see. And I know you got stories. <laughs> <laughs> um, my 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 um my entrance into the game was kind of easy, you know, what I'm saying yeah. as opposed to others. Uh, there goes Dwayne. Dwayne, uh, Dwayne's here, my boy Dwayne. Um, I I grew up in a neighborhood that had full force. UTFO, uh, Hitman Howie T. Yeah, in one neighborhood. Yeah. So, um, Kengo from UTFO bought me to Howie's house one wow. day, and I never left. Wow. You know, so Howie wow. was producing everything. Here comes Dwayne. That squeak is Dwayne. Well, I'm sorry to cut you off. Welcome. What's up, what's up? Hey, brother. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's your mic, my boy. Definitely good to see you. No doubt. All that good stuff. Um. Yeah, so, you know, being down with Howie, yeah. I mean, you had a record deal waiting for you. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? So that's pretty much how so I So they got grew it. up in the hood with you or 
Yeah, I mean, well, they were much older than me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But before how we started making records, he was doing all the block parties. Right, right. So in my hood, if you heard how he was DJing a block party, yeah. you knew he was bringing the most speakers out. Yeah. He had a coffin full of equipment. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And True. you wanted to be there. So, right. you know. Very cool. So every time, I mean, we're going to really get into this. So every time I hear about Tupac getting shot the first time, it always revolved around Biggie, P. Diddy, Bad Boy. Is that the real story? Um, You, you know, what's crazy, it, it, it wasn't really about Biggie or Puffy until Tupac went to jail and Suge bailed him out. Right. Right. That 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 that's when that East Coast West Coast thing started. So, yeah. you know, from a business standpoint, if you were in the industry, um and even if you weren't in the industry, it just it's common sense. Right? Yeah. You know, if you think back to when was it? 94. Uh you know, how do I break this artist? Yeah. Yeah. Right? At the time, Bad Boy was selling a bunch of records. Death Row was very successful. But how, you know, do I capitalize on this guy whose mother is a Black Panther? You know, he's yeah. a great actor, hasn't really peaked yet. Like, yeah. and he makes great music. Like, how he's do like I break this guy? Rough. Right. Yeah. And now, with Suge's whole negative. Yeah. You think he's going down right now? I think. <laughs> I mean, it's it's you you know it's one thing you don't do. Those glasses are hot too. That is one what glasses are you wearing? Are those uh, the Black Thoughts joint? No, no. no okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. He, still, he says, he's like, uh, "No, no, no." I switched up today. Um, yeah, you can do a million crimes. Yeah. From jaywalking to gun possession. Yeah. When you start talking about bodies. Yeah. Yo, man, the worst thing that could ever happen to anyone that committed a crime is uh, media attention. Right. Because now you have the left and right wing. That's why all the families was mad at John Gotti being out there. They're waiting yeah. for something. They're waiting for the outcome. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So now if he gets off, you'll have other people that are in jail for life with the same kind of case that are right. going to try to use his case to, quote, precedent, set precedence. to get back in court. So it's kind of real. Yeah. Tr the, the media attention is the worst thing for any criminal yeah. ever. You know what I mean? Stepping into the studios, Dwayne Brown. Dwayne, just uh, tell the folks a little bit about yourself. Just let them know who's sitting next to us here at the cosign, if you don't mind. I'm a fashion guy, work in fashion, do a lot of fashion work for a couple other fashion Very cool. I hear that, man. Thank you so much for joining us and thank you for making this interview happen, man. It wouldn't have happened because of you, my friend. So I love Biggie Smalls, Notorious B.I.G., just like everybody else, and, in, and especially his early stuff. And, and songs like Party and Bullshit, you were mentioned. Like, how did you meet and become friends with Biggie? It's crazy because, uh, you know, I'm big on relationships. Okay. Right, so upon meeting you, right, right I'm, I can read energy. Right. Right. Yo, we talked like we knew each other or something. I really felt that. I'm like, I kid you not. It was like, yo, Mark. I'm like, yeah. We yes. just started moving. It was crazy. And I'm, I'll tell you why. First of all, you have spirits, mm. right? People say, oh, I'm not religious. I don't go to church. You don't have to. It's in you, right? Mm. So if God is in you, it's, it's just who you are, right? right? So you could be a negative or you could be a positive, right? right? So now let's say you bought sugar, right? We mentioned sugar. Um, you automatically have in your mind that upon seeing him, being around him, or meeting him. Preconceived ideas already. Yeah, yeah, preconceived notion that it's negative, or right. it's not going to be good, or right. you won't get to know who he is. Right. Right. Yeah, he's going to put a wall up or something. Right. So now, when you and I met, it came from great energy. Mm. Wow. Okay, yeah. Right? So, and I'm I'm big on that. 
Uh-huh. Right. So like I told him, you know, he said, oh, I'm going to give you the number. And I'm like, no, you got to stay in the middle. OK. Right. I never explained why, but now he hears why. Right. Right. I could come in two minutes and tell you if I'm going to like you or not. Right. Right. Where do you did you develop that kind of instinct? Like, you how, know, how do you, you know, know what? You, I want to be like that. You are like that. You have it, but you just can't explain what it is. Okay. So when I got, I've always been like that, right? When I got into the Word, started right. studying the Bible and getting in a relationship with God, right. then you start to realize what it is that you've been doing all these years, right? right. So wow. because of witchcraft, people will say, oh, you're a psychic. Right. Nah, man, it ain't that. Right. right. And then people will say, you know, God is in you. Right. right. You're, you were made in his image and likeness. That's true. Right. But if that's the case, it's no different from you coming from your mother and father. You right. have genetics. Genetically, you're linked to them. So you go to the doctor, they say, um, does... Uh, high blood pressure running your like what's your medical history? Did right, your mother right. have like it's genetics. Right. Right? Wow. So with Suge, you can feel it's gonna be negative. With you, I already knew that you were a good dude because of a good dude. Right. Right? So if he has money and he takes me under the wing, I'm gonna get money. Right. Because he's used to money. Right. You hang out. And he with, don't mess with dudes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If yeah. you hang out with broke people, you're gonna be broke. Right. Because the mentality is different. Yeah. Wow. It's groomed to be. It's groomed not to have. Right. Wow. That's crazy. Do you understand what I'm yeah. saying? So Biggie. Uh, I met Puff. Howie T. You know, Puff got the job. And uh, Diddy, he got the job, and um. His first project was Father MC. Was this was this after you remember back in the day when Puff was really doing shows? How he made the news like Eyewitness News because he did a party Mm-mm, at some is, college no, and they barricaded before, the doors. This is the first oh, wow. thing he's okay. ever done. Oh God! Wow! Since he got the job. Okay. So Puff was trying to find every hot producer, every hot writer, and take meetings with everybody. Right. So there's a reason why he is in the position he's in. Like, people think that, ah, oh, he just woke up. No, like, Puff is a hard-working dude. He don't yeah. sleep, right? So Howie T went up there for a meeting with him and Andre Harrell, who used to own Uptown Records, right? Yo, can, before you go, was Andre Harrell part of... Um, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Oh, my, yes. Mm-hmm. I really need... Okay, all right. I just so, to... um... How he goes up there, they say, yo, so what are you working on these days? How he always kept dats and CDs and everything yeah. with him, like all his stuff. So when he's in his car, he's playing his own music. Anything he produced, he's playing that in his car. Right. With a loud system that you could hear for four blocks. Yeah. So he's promoting his music. He didn't really realize it. Right. right? So he pulls out a joint that I did, because I used to be at his house just recording, hanging out and recording. He'll do a beat. I'll sit there and write it before the beat's even done. And wow. I'll go, yo, turn the mic on. And I'll lay it. Played my joint. They was like, yo, can we meet him? He was like, well, I'll see, you know what I'm saying, if he's free to come up here tomorrow. So yeah. You want to bring him up here tomorrow? Yeah, bring him up here tomorrow. Shit, if you catch him before 7, bring him back up here before 7 today. All right. How he comes on the block. Long story short, I go up there the next day. I meet Puff. Andre comes in. They sit down across from us. So they're like, yo, who's your favorite rapper? I was like, uh, I don't know, probably LL, you know? Yeah. So Andre was like, interesting, because Russell was his man. Oh, all right. And Andre used to work at Def Jam. Yeah. So he's like, so, like, what do you think about him? Like, do you think that he's a he's a like great rapper? I said, yeah, all right. And they start laughing, <laughs> you know? Then they said, would you mind writing for anybody? So I'm like, writing for anybody? Like, rappers don't write their lyrics? Like, I didn't yeah. know, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> That's crazy. And they yeah. laughed. Yeah. So I looked at Howie, and I said, is there any money in this? And Howie was like, yeah, man, it's publishing. I'll explain later. Yo, they cut me a check on the spot. Wow. To write for Father MC. I wrote 
half of his first album. That's crazy because one of my questions was like, I heard you were a ghostwriter in the past, and how did you, you know, come mm-hmm. about that? That's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Um. So you're a chart topping rapper, rich uh, history. I wouldn't say chart topping. <laughs> Yo, you're so I I looked. So you're still. I heard Hickey's on your chest was like really up there. I guess it was. It was up there. <laughs> but it's funny. My favorite, like I said, my favorite was you know made love for the very first time. Mm-hmm. I mean. I could, you know, you say you love me and you want to have my child. But like Janet, you said, sure, you know, let's wait a while. Yo, you, you know more you than me. Understand. I couldn't even tell you the lyrics. Son, you understand. I really mean. was feeling you. Guyanese, too. I kid you not, man. Oh, my God. And so, peace. I love that, man. Thanks. So, yeah, what made you move from now, from rapping to writing? What, what, where did, how did that transition happen? Um, I don't really... I never looked at it as a huge transition because a writer is a writer. Yeah. Right? So But did you find it difficult because you know writing lyrics is it difficult all right is it difficult writing lyrics than to move over to writing a book? I mean, now I'm hearing that it is. <laughs> right? Like right. not to say that it wasn't a big deal to yeah. me. <clears throat> but it wasn't really a big deal to yeah. me until the book came out, yeah. and then I'm seeing the reaction yeah. from people I know, people I didn't know, yeah. and they're saying, wow, you wrote a book, man, that's a huge accomplishment. And I'm going, whether you're writing music or you're writing an essay or a composition, yo, man, if you're a writer, you're supposed to be able to write anything. Right. That's just how I think. Wow. Maybe I'm wrong. But I think a writer... They making it sound like you're wrong. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, Listen, you got to go to school and re-educate yourself into... You know what I mean? That's that's bullshit. Mm. That's what they said. Yeah. Right? But we are the people of the tropics. No doubt. No doubt. You understand what I'm saying? Whatever we got to do. Come on. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so who's to say? Right? Yeah. Come on. You, you know what I mean? If you can dress, if you have style, guess what? You can instill that style in someone else with no style. Why you're a stylist. Right. Right. Wow. I need some of that instilled in me. I need my style to be moved up. But so now we're here talking about the black church. I read it and I loved it. Can you tell us, listeners, how did that come about? Like, tell us about this book. What is this book about? Um, You, you know, why I, did um, you write it? All that. My history in the church, man. You know, it, it was good and bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I learned a lot. And, and 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 then, you know, when you put stock in man, man will always fail you. Yeah. Right? Man is imperfect. Right? So just like you might cheat on your girlfriend or your wife, I mean, the same holds true for everything else concerning mm-hmm. man. Right. Right? Um, And I just said that, when I was in church, I probably was the greatest asset to the church. Why? I just came from federal prison. Right. Right? And when you see people in church that haven't been in the world. Right. They don't have a story yet. Right. So it's like when they slip, where are they going to slip to? They're going to slip back in the world. Right. So when a dude that comes out the world goes into church, he's already been to the right. world. But if you don't know, that temptation is going to drag you right there because it's some things that you don't know out in the world. Right. You know, you never did crime. You never did drugs. You never, you understand what I'm saying? You got to make mistakes. It's just natural. It's a natural life progression. You got to go through it to get through it. And then when you make mistakes, you learn from those mistakes and you know you're familiar with it, so you know, all right, I don't want to do that again. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. So the the the, the pastor, Trevor Dean, he's like, in my opinion, the best pastor any church could ever have. Why? Right. And Trevor Dean is one of the main characters in the book. Right. Just wanted to mention that. Nobody's going to come to his church and be judged right. by him. Right. You're not going to come to his church and play. Like he's going to be able to sift you out. Why? Because... Him and his man were convicted drug dealers on a kingpin level. They went to jail. They came home. His man went back to the street. He got married, started a church, changed his life, right? 
So upon receiving new members to the church, you got this guy, greatest, coolest pastor in the world, pastoring the church, yeah. counseling couples and mentoring youth. Yeah. Right, that might be on the corner hustling. Yeah. This dude used to move bricks. Right. Who's going to come to his church and get judged? Nobody. Wow, I never even thought about it that way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you read the book, and yeah. not to give the book away, right. but you read it. Mm-hmm. He, st- he stood his ground. True. Well, you understand yeah. what I'm saying? And super respected because you knew his past. Yep. And he ain't, he's an open book now. Like, he ain't got nothing to, you know what I mean? So that shows yeah. you that. God can deliver anybody from any circumstance. Like it, it doesn't matter right. who you are, where you come from. Your experiences are not yours. Right. You go through what you go through to help other people that are going through what you wow. got through. That's wow. the only reason you're here is to serve, right? right. So wow. it's helping other people get through things. Like, come on, man, if you come up. If you go outside today <laughs> wow. when you leave the station yeah. and dudes is down the block on Broadway shooting and you see people on 6th Avenue heading that way, you're not going to stop them and go, yo, don't go that way. They're shooting. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. So you see how Mace left rap mm-hmm. and went to the church, became a preacher. Mm-hmm. Rev Run is from Run DMC is, mm-hmm. is, is now a preacher. Is there a correlation between rap and the church? You know, is it because, you know, they're out there rapping to the masses. Now they feel that they can rap to a church. Like what's, do you, do you. I mean, I mean, it's just like the book, mm. right? You don't know who's in the church. Yeah. Unless and everybody's front and like they're godly. And you, you don't, don't know, know who's in the pews. No. If they get up and start telling a story, then you're going to say, oh, snap. Yeah. You don't know who's in there. It's just life, right? That's why everything is in the book. Right. The Lord, yeah. sex, money, drugs, yeah. murder. Murder. That's life. Right. You know, when you see the people, matter of fact, a dude I used to be cool with, yo, him and his man robbed his mother's church while his mother was in the church. They stuck the church up. While his mother was in the church. So you don't know where these kids come from. They come from good homes sometimes. You know, your moms ain't responsible for your way of life, your yeah. thought process. She could only do what she could do. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, as far as run, you know, I've heard only good things about him. Yeah. Mace, I don't respect that. Because you know he, he left and then came back Come to rap. Listen, 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 listen. Maybe Diddy made him do all kinds of crazy listen, stuff. Dude, went nuts. Listen, Diddy ain't go crazy. Yeah. Right? So that's that man. Yeah. But as far as Mace, come on, dude. Like, it don't work like that. Yeah. Yeah. It don't work like that. Because, I mean, I heard, what's his name? The other dude from the clips. Mm-hmm. He, he stopped rapping. Him. He left his... Br- I, I yeah. believe him yeah. because I... I mean, I've seen, I've seen a program on TV with him. I believe him, okay. and then I know some people that know him. Okay. So I got a firsthand account. Like he's he's not playing. Wow. He's serious. He's a real deal. Wow. Mace, come on, dude. Yeah. Like, I, I I I'm not I'm not I'm not uh, adhering to none of that. So, I mean, not to go to go back and forth, but like, so you know. Being in the rap game, one of the best rappers back in the day, like what was it like? Could you give us one of an, the best rap? Me, nah, oh come me. on, man, you were out there. Yeah, you know. I mean, what? if I mean for me, the reason why I even said that because if somebody like who's noted as one of the best hip hop notorious B.I.G. mentioned somebody like yourself in one of his raps, like that that means something. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. What I mean? So what was it like? back there growing up in the 90s being in the music industry and how is it different now being a writer is it the same different um you know in the 90s because that was the golden age of hip-hop yeah um it was just it was different man like i didn't um did you do do a lot of touring anything like that i i did two tours i was on tour with a special ed and we 
did shows with everybody from Hammer to Vanilla Ice to Latifah to Public Enemy. Right. And when Professor Griff made those anti-Semitic statements, we were actually on that tour together. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When, when they shut down the arenas and took the insurance money off the Coliseums and <laughs> wow. stuff like that. Yeah, it was crazy. But, wow. um, and then I went on the Jodeci tour with Mary and Father MC. Um, you, you know what, man? I was kind of like torn between two lives. Okay. Right? So I didn't, I didn't really do shows like that. Okay. I never had a manager. Um, Why is that? Because I didn't think anybody was smart enough to manage me. Okay. Right? So wow. if you work slower than I do, yeah. I'm going to have a problem with you. Wow. Right? If you're not smarter than me, I'm going to have a problem with you. So I said, let's don't and say we did. <laughs> and I, if you write for somebody. Right. And I had songs on a bunch of people, some I could mention, some I can't. I used to write for Raven Simone when she was on the no. Cosby show. Yeah. So, you know, you have other projects out. So it's like you having two or three albums out at the same time. Right. So yeah. my, my checks was coming in the mail from writing. So I didn't necessarily have to do a bunch of paid shows. Right, right. And I hated it. Like, I didn't like, you know what I'm saying, yeah. crowds and all that stuff. And I liked the streets. So yeah. I was home hustling. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I loved the street. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Street I love being in Brooklyn. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to be out of town. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, unless I was going to L.A. Like, L.A. was the hangout, you know? Okay. But I love the street. Yeah. You know? So so the rap game for me was kind of corny. Okay. Because the people weren't true. You know, the hardest rapper on paper was the softest in their neighborhood. <laughs> wow. So when I got in the game, I was looking at dudes like, wow, that's such and such. Yeah. And when I see his mannerisms, I'm like, this dude is a creep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to know this guy. Yeah. And you looking at all these rappers, think about it, right? Beef records and all that stuff. Yeah. You know why? Because you're only friends because of the business. You didn't yeah. grow up with these people. You met these people in the industry. Of yeah. course you're going to fall out because yeah. you don't know them. Yeah. So I never wanted to get to know nobody like that. And you never, like you said, I, I know you talked about your early days, but you never had like a crew. Like, you know how everybody had crews and one dude made it, so then he pulled everybody in. Like, you weren't even well, part of that kind of thing, were you? Yeah, I was, man. But but my crew, it was different. <laughs> they was rich. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So they yeah. was kind of teaching me. Yeah. What to drive, what not to drive, what to wear, what not to wear. Here, wear this jewelry, buy this ring, buy mm. this. Wow. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Do it like this. So when they see you, they don't see you climb. When they see you, oh, wow. you already on. Okay. So when I came in the game, it looked like I went gold. Right. Because these rappers didn't have cars like yeah. that. And I all I ever wore was diamonds. Yeah. yeah it, I remember Dougie Fresh was like talking about, well, he had like a Jetta. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like Jettis was like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, so what was it like now moving from that into the into writing, being an author? Is it would you find would you think would you say it's the same kind of thing in terms of the, um, the people and, and, and nah, is it a man. cutthroat business? Oh, um, you, 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 you know what, man? I um I always said I want to get back into entertainment. But I didn't want to do music. Yeah. So I'm like, what can I do that would pull me back into the entertainment business? Right. But garner me more respect. Right. Yep. More notoriety. And I just sat down and thought about it. And I said, you know what? I'm going to write a book because yeah. everybody can't write a book. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's not, they have ghostwriters for books. Like, so. You know, people are telling people their stories and getting their stories written, and yeah. they're putting out books. And they're walking around like, I'm an author, yeah. Yeah, nah, B, you're not an author, you're just selling books. Yeah. Your image is selling books. Um, So I said, and it worked. So I said, I, I want to do it my way. Mm -hmm. I got advised not to. I got offered deals, and then the phone rang, and then the phone didn't. I just got tired of that, and I said, I'm going to do it my way, right. and I'm going to move books. I believe in the product. I know I put together something that people should be interested in. Right. And what made you think that 
Because you know how the, the the attention span for people, like, why, you know what I mean? Like, people don't really read nowadays, man. They're always listening to something, got the iPod stuck in their mm -hmm. ear. Did you foresee maybe, like, people getting into more reading, that kind of thing? Or no. did you just... Um, I just I just felt like if you write something good enough, yeah. right, you'll change what's supposed to be okay and i just believed in what i wrote okay and i said i don't care about listen the people that's reading my book you would never think read right yeah i'm I selling to the i'm street. one of those people i ain't gonna lie listen urban listen man urban america we are the most powerful consumer that's very true what we say goes when these companies market they market to us Wow. And we patronize these companies. Yeah. And we buy. Mm -hmm. So I said, I'm going to write a story about my people for my people. And I'm going to market it to people that won't go in Barnes and Nobles and buy a book. Right. They're not going. Wow. Bottom line. So it started out as them supporting me mm -hmm. and then them reading it and going, whoa, it's a good story. Yeah. Yeah. So from, from inception to actual finished manuscript, how long did it take you to write this book? You know what? I was in the house, man, trying to find a, a, my next dollar. And I like money, man. And mm -hmm. I, I can't save pennies. So if that check ain't big enough, man, it's going to blow straight through my hands. Yeah. So I said, what can I do now to get me some big paper? Yeah. And I started Googling the salary of authors. Then the salary of best-selling authors. Yeah. And I said, man, if, if your book sells, you can make some good money. Somebody in my house told me, you can't write no book. Wow. Man, that's the best thing that anybody could have ever done. <laughs> I typed that book in my BlackBerry in two weeks. Wow. Then I emailed it to myself. So you're the literary Then Drake. I put it in Word <laughs> document. Then I printed it out. Holy smokes. That's crazy. Chris Lighty, God rest the dead. You familiar with Chris Lighty? Of course. Of course. Okay. Uh, Big news. Violator, Mariah, yeah. 50 Cent. Tribal um, Quest. Yep. I hooked up with him. I was training. I was personal training him. Right. And I said, yo, man, I wrote a book. It ain't edited, but I want you to check it out. He's right. like, bet. Send it to me. Yeah. Yo, he was shopping the book deal when he killed himself. Oh, my God. He was like, yo, this is great. Yeah. We're going to shoot something. And this is a few years before Power. Right. All that, so yeah, yeah, yeah. All that TV stuff mm -hmm. was in the works yeah. back then wow. for him and 50. Wow. No way. I didn't even know that. Of course. That's why mm. I'm here, brother. I'll tell you things that you don't know. <laughs> I didn't know that at all. That's crazy. So do you see yourself rapping again? Never. Never. Wow. Nope. That was very. I, I, that was a definite no. I would. I would. I would make records and put them out and not let nobody know it's me. Okay. You know, just cause. And I. I did that. I did it a couple times a few years ago. I. Uh, I wrote a song. Uh, and I, I. I wrote a song with intentions to sell it to a singer. Right. You know, because I write everything. So whether it's R&B, rap, rock. And I went, tracked wow. the record. I produced it, did the music, called Styles P. Said, yo, I need you to get on this record. He's like, send it to me. Styles heard it, called me back. He's like, yo, this you singing? I was like, yeah. He said, all right, big homie. Boom. <laughs> Put a verse on there. I called Malik. I called Malik Youssef, who used to write for Kanye. Yeah. I said, yo, listen, man, I need you to do some spoken word in the intro of this song. All right. So he's like, all right, um, send it to me. I was like, nah, I'm going to rip it from YouTube. I just wanted your permission to use it. He's like, mm -hmm. all right, use it. Yeah. When I put this record out, I haven't played it for you? No. Yo, nobody knew who it was. Oh, man. A DJ ex-friend of mine took it up to Hot 97. DJ Enough started playing it every day, 5 o'clock. Oh, man. Then he said, who is this? <laughs> and he told him. He was like, no way, man. He said, yeah. yo, bring him up here. 
Yeah. And he interviewed me. It's on YouTube. Oh man. Yo, he and they was comparing me to D'Angelo, music to Soul Child. <laughs> I swear to yo, dude. I swear to you. Wow. Yo, wow. every day, what's five o'clock. Yeah, so so Q Tip, who I was hanging out with at the time, every Friday, he calls me. He's like, yo. You should go by DJ Q Tip nowadays. Really? Yeah, right. should be. He's like, yo, Aki, yo, Aki. <laughs> um, yo, the song, man, the song is crazy. Yo, <laughs> oh man, and the beat, and yo, and the lyrics, and the singer, and then you got Styles on there, and, and who's that in the in the intro doing spoke words? Is Malika? Oh man, that's my man, Aki. Yo, who's the artist singing? Ah, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yo, dude, are you serious? He said, yo, you wrote. I said, dude, that's me singing. He hung oh, up man. on me. No. <laughs> DJ Premier called, same question. Yo, 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 the drums. I said, there's no drums on the record. Of course there's drums. I'm like, nah, kid. I chopped the sample up right. so people would think that you produced it. Oh, man. Really? Oh, my yo. God. Let me hear this. <laughs> <laughs> we want to hear that. But, but Oh, my God. It, I just say all of that to say, yeah. damn what niggas think. Yeah. Damn what niggas say. Yeah. Word. If it's good, it's good. If you hated him, right? But you love that skull, yeah, dude. Your hate ain't gonna change the fact that you love that skull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you understand you what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you can't drown it out. Right. So let's be honest about things. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? When that's just the bottom line, man. Mm. And I'm gonna play y'all a record too. Yeah. And why are you looking for that? What's next for Sean Penn? Um. Oh wow, it's funny you say that. Um, so I'm selling books through my website, and uh, dude, I said, you know, I don't care how people sell books, and you know, I didn't do the ebook yet, and I said I'm gonna do it my way. Yeah. So people go on my website, they order the book. Yo, every night I'm packaging books in envelopes. Wow. Mailing them, going to I'm running the mailbox to mailbox three in the morning yeah. with bags of books, mailing nice. them out. Cool. People get on Instagram when they get the book, they post it. Yo, yeah. I sign everyone. Cool. Wow. I've been selling books like that. Right. Nobody can believe it. Right. Good. Um. The next thing for me is crazy because I'm like. I think I shot my lower. Maybe I need a publicist now. Maybe I need to turn into an ebook. Maybe I need some help now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, Audiobook like, too. What, right. What's the next step for me? So I go on Instagram one day. I see a real good friend of mine of over 25 years, my man Charlie Mack. Yeah. Familiar with yes, Charlie Mack? Of course. Okay. Everybody you know knows Charlie. Charlie. Okay, cool. Um, in eighty seven, uh, that was my first tour. That was Will Smith's first tour. Mm -hmm. And we met. Me and Charlie hit it off, and we just partially stayed in touch. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I seen him on Instagram, and I said, yo, I DM'd him and said, yo, I, I need an address so I can send you a book. I wrote a book. So he was like, what? You wrote a book? Yo, send me your number. Sent him a number. I hear nothing back from him. So I'm going, damn, man, don't tell me Charlie's a sucker too. <laughs> oh, he's not one man. of them. And I'm going, come yeah. on, not my oh, man. Not Charlie. Right? Yeah. Yo, a week later, man, I'm taking my son to school. I get a DM. Yo, here's my number. Call me. Yo, a couple hours later, I hit him back. He's like, yo, you wrote a book, man. Come on, man. What's up, brother? Yo, you know, we love you down here, man. Yo, whatever you need, yo. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I mean, you know, I got these books out, man. Yeah. I want to send you a book, man. Listen, damn that, man. What what you want to do? Like, yo, I, you know, I'm the life yeah. changer, man. Yeah. I want to change your life. I said, well, I need my life changed. Yeah. <laughs> right? so Amen. Like, yeah. So he's like, yo, man, whatever you want to do, man, you know, yo, um, let me call my man who's the Black Barnes and Nobles. Yeah. Call this man. He's like, yo, man, this is my man, Lil Sean, on the phone. Yo, over 25 years, my brother. He said, oh, Charlie, well, anything you want, yo, you know, I know everything about the books. He said, yeah. yo, that convention you got coming up in Philly on the 14th. Like, yo, who's the focal point? He told him, he's like, nah, scratch that, man. We're going to make Lil Sean the focal point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He said, yeah. yo, how many books should he bring? He said, man, you know, it's over 10,000 people coming to this one. Yo, bring a oh. truck. 
I'm on the other line going, yo, this can't be real, right? Damn. So he's like, yo, man, all right, I'll call you back. Matter of fact, I'm going to give you all your information to show y'all get in touch. Da, da, da. Cool. Got off the phone. He's like, yo, man, listen. I said, dude, you ain't even read the book yet. He said, I don't have to. Yeah. He said, yo, you're my brother. Right. Whenever you decided to reach out, this is the conversation we was going to have. Right. Wow. If the book is as good as I think it is. Yeah. Knowing you, mm. right, and knowing that you ain't about no BS, yeah, man, sky's the limit. Yeah, he says. So what we gonna do first? We're gonna sell a million books. Right, that's the goal. Damn. Not a book less than a. We're gonna sell a million books. Right, so right. let my man handle that. I'll help, but he'll handle the groundwork. A million books, selling a million books is the groundwork for us. Right, the other stuff up high. That you need a step ladder, he said. Now that's what I do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he said, "You ever wrote? You ever wrote scripts?" I was like, "Nah, but if I see one, I could write one." He said, "All right, well, you're our guy, man. You're gonna write our scripts from now on." Oh my God, just like that, golly! So you talk about what God could do for you? Yeah. You understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Oh my God! When you talk about the closest people to me, have all snaked me, crossed me, turned their backs. After Damn. I've helped them. Right. For free. Wow. See, when you're a cheerful giver. Yeah. The payback isn't theirs to give you. Right. You, that comes. Yeah, yeah. You'll be taken care of. And I got a bad temper. So that was a harsh lesson for me to learn. <laughs> I'm sitting home going, You probably want right, to go man, choke everybody. Choke. Shoot. I'm going, yo, man. Like. Yo, this is crazy. Not another one. Like, ah, like oh somebody got to get yeah. shot. I can't take it. Yeah. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? So I had to sit down. When that, I've never been on the phone with Charlie Mack. I've wow. never had a phone number for Charlie Mack in 25 years. The last wow. time I saw him was at Biggie's Notorious movie premiere. He was with Tyrese. Tyrese Instagrammed the book. I don't know the dude. Never met him before he did it. Over 20,000 likes on Instagram. Oh Ty, you go to Tyrese's page, you look yeah. at it, scroll down till you see the black church, you see it for yourself. Tyrese if is I'm, serious social media front, dude too. Now, <laughs> let me tell you, I asked my man who knows Tyrese, why would he just do that? Yeah. He said, it's a powerful interview, but he said, <laughs> Tyrese said, somebody help me. Right. So I got to help other people now. Wow. First Transformer movie. Tyrese was showing up late like an R&B singer. <laughs> Yo, director fired him. Oh, wow. Charlie Mack said, nah. Called Will. Said, Will, you got to take this kid under the wing. This kid's a star. He's my brother. I love him. You're going to love him. You got to help him. Will took him, think he hired a chef. I don't want to lie. Think he hired a chef, hired a personal trainer. Either moved him in his house or moved in Tyree's house. Yeah. Woke him up every day, worked out, fed him, called the director. Yo, you got to hire this kid. He said, no, I don't want nothing to do with him. Nah, yeah. you got to hire this kid back, I don't man. need the headache. Listen, you got to hire this kid back. Yeah. And that, is why Tyrese is where he's at today. And that's why Tyrese Instagrammed my book without yeah. knowing me, right? Because Will did that for him, right? Right. But people don't talk about what they did for you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's the cheerful giver. Gives with no string attached to it because people will snatch it back. Yeah. Now, who knew a month later I'd be on the phone with Charlie Mack and they would hire me to write scripts. That's crazy. And he's the one that got Will to mentor Tyrese. Yeah. Who Instagrammed my book. But come on. Damn. You talking about powerful? Yeah. Come on, when's the last time you heard something that powerful in a podcast interview? I haven't. Come on. I have man. not. I'm Think not about kidding. that. So I'm t I'm telling you, I ain't the overly religious dude. Yeah. Right? I man, I'm still a street dude, right? But I know 
what's real. I know what's fake. I know right. what's right. I know what's wrong. Yeah. Right? Right. Okay. Think about that. So when those things started happening for me. Everything's just falling into place, man. Why am I here? Why <clears throat> do I know you? Yeah. Clark Kent, one of my closest friends. You didn't know that. No. You, you mentioned him when you opened <laughs> up, right? I did. You didn't know that. I totally didn't know that at you all. Did. One of my closest friends, you didn't know that. I didn't. I swear to God, I didn't know that. Because of Clark, I know Dwayne. Wow. Because of Dwayne, I know you. Six degrees of separation. Come on, man. Come on, man. Like, this thing real. I'm going to sell a million books. Yeah, eat, uh, please. I That's... said I put out, I'm putting out a book. I put a book out. I said I'm writing a book. I wrote a book. Yeah. Whatever I tell you I'm going to do right. is done. Damn. That's crazy. What makes Sean Penn happy? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> now I'm going to play you this R&B record. All right, let's hear this. Yeah, I want to hear it too. Because dude said I couldn't sing. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta Look, Charlie just hit me just now. Oh, man. Just hit me just now on Instagram. Yeah. Dude, the dude's been calling me every day. I ain't got a pot to piss in window to throw it out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They have it all. Not yet anyway. They're established. They don't need me. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? I I owe it to myself and family and friends yeah. who are rooting for, you know what I mean? Yeah, no doubt. You got to sure. do it. Yeah. You know? So, Paid forward type listen, shit. Listen, Holmes, in my mind, I think I'm one of the toughest niggas to ever walked the planet Earth. Yeah. That's just, I'm an introvert with it. That's the way I think. That's the Brooklyn in them. Right, there you go. <laughs> that's what I think, right? That's for me. I'm sharing that with y'all. Yeah. That, that's what I think. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't fear nobody. You feel me? If I can't handle you, I'm going to find somebody that can. But you just won't win. It's All just right. not going to happen. I will not lose. So when you hear Will Smith talk about, yo, you will not beat me on the treadmill. Yeah, I am willing to die on that treadmill. Yeah. Have you yeah. heard that speech he made? I heard a lot of Will Smith's speeches. And yo, a couple man. of them, I kid you not, a couple of them made me fucking tear up, man. Yo, man. Serious yeah. stuff, man. Yo, really. listen. If he doesn't inspire you. Yeah. Yeah, nobody. You you're not alive, basically. Yo, nobody will inspire you, okay? And I know how to do bad. I've done bad by myself. Wow. I went to jail. I said, man, this is whack. I yeah. said, this is, man, the tunnel was harder than every jail I've been in. Yeah. To me, personally, <laughs> right? I grew up fighting every day. You know what I yeah. mean? I carry two pistols. Like, dude, like, Come on, man. I got a friend that beat 14 murders. Damn. One dude that beat 14. Damn. I went to jail. I said, man, this is highly overrated. Yeah. You niggas is soft. Yeah, you're some dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I got, I left, I left Fort Dix Federal Prison on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. It was September 2003. I had a fight the Saturday night before. Damn. You know, you shouldn't have got out then, right? Um, well, if they, if they, you know, if they found out about the, film, oh, oh, I right. probably yeah, would. Well, well then again, yeah. you know, I did my bit hard, man. So there wasn't nothing else to take from me. Yeah, I done did whole time. Damn, dude, Damn. come on, man. So, yeah, I didn't want to be there. So while I was there, I said I'm gonna make it uncomfortable for everybody that's here with me. Yeah, because I don't want to be here. And what made you come out like this person and not? Hating society. I've always been this person. Okay. You know, and jail was just a, a train stop Okay. in the journey. Okay. Right. So it was no different. It was just, you know, an inconvenience. Right. But it made me a better person because wow. now I know the white people ain't playing. Yeah. I never got caught. I never got, I never got found with bricks of cocaine. Right. Never. I went to jail for hearsay and gossip. Damn, that's the worst. So I said, they locked me up with Puff the Magic Dragon? Word? Yeah. Oh, no, nah, I'm good. Wow. I believe. <laughs> oh, my God. You understand what I'm saying? I do. You got dudes doing life for nothing found. Conspiracy. Damn. 
Fuck that. That's that crazy shit. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. So if I could tell you, listen, and I've sat down with people, right? And they had law, top-notch lawyers, and, and I'm like, all right, tell me about your case. Yeah. Oh, yeah? What'd your lawyer say? Hmm, true. All right. Listen, I'm going to give you some free advice. Number one, you can't beat the case. Mm-hmm. Number two, your lawyer's a liar. Wow. Number three, you gave him too much money. Wow. Stop paying him now. Call him when I leave. Tell him you want to plead out. Don't go to trial. Wow. You'll never win. So it's the difference between five years and 35. Oh, wow. Thank me later. <laughs> wow. Just like that. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just that simple. Jeez. All right. Do you get the song set up? Of course. Bro. All right. So you guys are about to hear Sean Penn doing his thing. A little difficulty, but we're getting that going. I spit for the benefit of those who was told they was oh. never ever gonna be shit. I spit for all those that wish to God they could just fall legit. I spit for every little ghetto boy and ghetto girl who had to beg, cry, fight, and pray for each and everything he or she get. I spit for them. For them I spit. I spit for those who can't speak without cursing, putting body piercings and tattoos on their person. You Oh my god. It's great, right? Oh my god. That sounds like D'Angelo. <laughs> I can see why they said that. Oh my god. I find it hard to believe that you are done from the game, man. I can't believe that. I will not believe that. Crazy. Wow. 
That's crazy. Oh my god. That's all I can say is wow. Like I really have no words. Like I thought you was gonna put up the applause. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm I'm just I'm dumbfounded. This shit is amazing. It's amazing, man. So you're like the real deal triple threat. Triple threat scunt. Triple threat scunt. <laughs> <Bada. laughs> oh man. So we've got Sean Penn in the building. I really want to thank him for coming through. Do you have any advice today to anybody listening to this that's been on the path that you've been that don't know where to go, don't know what to do? What kind of advice could you give somebody that's, you know, that's out there not doing what they need to do? Um, you know, look, if if you really trying to go to jail, go to jail. Man. Mm. Don't prolong it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Go. You know, hopefully, you know, you'll come out a better person. Sometimes you have to go through certain things to be, you know, certain people that you are to become. Right. Right. Um, anything productive that you would like to do with your life, it ain't about money. It ain't about startup money. Yeah. Do it. Just because do when, it. Yeah. When you make up in your mind to do it, a way will be made for you to accomplish the task. Wow. That is just that simple. Don't try to overthink it. Don't try to understand it. It's just going to happen. Yeah. Right. And I'm telling you, everything about that book wasn't supposed to happen. Wow. Had nothing to do with me. You're just a vessel. My sister, one of my sisters was the first editor, caught cancer and died editing the book. Damn. Then Chris Lighty was shopping. Exactly. The deal, killed itself. Nothing about that book was supposed to be. Damn. So, 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 you know, anybody that can be inspired by anything that I've done or can say, yeah. or will do, I mean, all it takes is for you to, to see it. Right. If I see a script, I can write a script. Right. If I see you drive a car, and I know we're both human, Right. our juggler veins are in the same place, our feet are in the same, I'm going to drive that car. Right. Nothing's if that's what you want. Yeah. yeah. So who <clears throat> is any different from you, sometimes people are in their own way. I used to be in my own way, yeah. but anybody successful, their lungs are in the same spot that yours are in. You said you used to be in your own way. Like, how did you? How did you get out? To, how did you get out of your own way? Um, I just got, do you remember a specific time where you're like you just you got out of your own way and and it just started um, to really happen for you? Yeah, sometimes, like with me personally, right. I'm too creative. Right. I'm too intelligent. I know too much. Right. Right. So when you know too much and when you do too much, sometimes you look at people that do and know less than you but are more successful than you are. Yeah. You start to look at them like, why am I not where exactly. they're at? Yeah. Why? Perfect example. You ready? Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Cool. Here's the deal. You'll hear a singer and you'll say, man, she can't sing. Yeah. How did she get a deal? And then you'll hear a singer that really can sing and you know her from around the way and she ain't got no deal. Yeah. The person that can't sing, no, they're not the greatest singer. So they gotta work harder than the greatest singer. Yeah. So they did things that the greatest singer is not willing to do. Why? Because she knows that she can sing great, and all she gotta do is let the right person hear her. Right. That person that knows that they can't sing as good as Mariah had to work harder than Mariah. Mm. So they sang for everybody. They yeah. went everywhere. They knocked on every door. They sang for chicken chains, mm. shoes, jackets. Yeah. And they got discovered. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. 
And and it's just that simple, man. So, who's your favorite author, or who 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 did you read? Um, because my follow up question is going to be like, if you were to encourage somebody to read, like what who who would you tell them to start reading to kind of build up to you know a professional reader of you know um, like like the like to read. It doesn't matter. Yeah, because anything. The best singer. <clears throat> The best writer for me might write something that you ain't interested in. Right. Okay. Right? Yeah. So your best writer is not my best writer. Okay. Right. So but who I'm, would you tell somebody who don't read what to read? What would you say would be a good starter for them, though? Even though, you know, I, I, I heard what you just said, but. Oh, oh. Perfect. Sister Soldier, coldest winner ever. Okay. Start with that. Okay. Wow. So how do we find you? How do we find this book? Oh, how do we find you? How do we listen to you? How do we get more juice from Sean Penn? How do we get more inspiration from you? Where do we find you? Um, my website, theblackchurchsp.com. The, T-H-E, black, B-L-A-C-K, church. You know how to spell church, sp.com. You can order the book from there. I'm on Instagram at uh, The Body Machine, spelled out exactly the way it sounds. Uh, I'm on Twitter. I am Sean Penn, S-H-A-W-N-P-E-N. If you can't find me, (laughs) and I am a professional thumb hustler, I'm a social media bully, this is what I do, right? I answer everybody as long as it ain't crazy. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, man. That's it. Please buy the book. Um, I ain't gonna I'm not gonna steer you wrong, you know, since sure I love money. I would love to have your money. Yeah. But the book is a great read. You ask my man Mark, he'll tell you. He read it. I read it. I swear to God I did, and it was an amazing book. You guys definitely have to go out and cop the book. Are you doing any signings? Is there anywhere people can go um, meet you and get their book signed? Yeah, man. Well, first of all, if you order, everybody that's ordered a book, you can go to my Instagram and scroll down, The Body Machine, and you'll see everybody that bought a book, mm-hmm. I sign every book Wow. to wow. that person. Right. So whether you order it there or you meet me at a book signing, okay. that book's going to get signed. Right. Um, My first book signing was orchestrated by Charlie Mack good brother, the life changer, no um, at the Philly Convention Center next Saturday on the 14th. Oh, my God. Next Saturday, y'all. Yeah. You know, I'll okay. be there, man, if wow. I got to walk. I'm wow. going there with, with, with a couple hundred books, and I'll be there, you know, to touch the people. I just Before we go, I just want to ask you a couple things on just what's going on out there. And it's kind of like part of the show where it's cosign or no cosign, you know, just – I know you said you're a social media bully, so I'm going to assume you co-sign social media. You love it. You're into it. Mm-hmm. You think it's a good deal. What do you think about like people like Macklemore who, you know, who they're like the new rappers. They're like the new hip hop people. What do you think about that? That whole movement that's going on where they're giving these white rappers more cred than the actual people that started it. I mean, you know what? I don't really care. Okay. And I'll tell you why. You know, for me to have a problem with a white rapper being successful, right? Somebody's supporting that guy. Yeah. And whoever's supporting him or them or Iggy Azalea or whoever it is, they're not, they don't have guns to their heads. Right. Somebody's supporting them. Leave them alone. Yeah. You know, and it's like us in the 60s. But we had to sneak to sing and yeah, and 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 be allowed to. I mean, you can have a such a thing as reverse racism. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, you gotta be mindful. Like, yeah, man, you know, black people had it hard, man, and you know what I'm saying. And I'm black, you know yeah. what I'm saying. But I don't ever want to become the very thing that I despise. Okay. All right. Wow. You know, yeah. and you got to be careful. So. Got to be careful now. I don't agree 
as long as they don't say nothing crazy and I haven't heard anything crazy come yeah. out of their mouth, leave them alone. I feel the man. same way, man, because, I mean, I'm like, why leave are you guys, because they're man. like, oh, you know how leave they're stealing alone. it from us. Stealing what? Man, you had, <laughs> listen, we had new addition, you had new kids on the block. Yeah, yeah. You had the Jackson 5, you had NSYNC. You, I mean, dude, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah I just. Buy what you weird. like, because, listen, we have to learn how to support one another. Yeah. You think my friends, the bulk of my friends bought my book? Hell no. The wow. first few purchases were people I didn't know. Yeah. It's a damn shame. That is crazy. Okay. It's really nuts. So I ain't with none of that. <clears throat> like, uh, okay. yo, mind your business. Let them yeah. live. Yeah. Let them live. Let them live. You know what I mean? They ain't out here robbing, stealing. They ain't on drugs. They ain't in jail. Yo, leave them alone. Let them, whatever. Hey, somebody's supporting that. Now, if the corporations was buying their records and not buying the black artists. Okay. If the corporation that these artists, white artists were signed to were promoting only the white artists and not the black artists, yeah, then we'd pick it. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. But they're making music, man, and somebody's supporting it. Somebody's buying it. Leave them alone. Very cool. You know? Well, I've filled to the rim with Sean Penn, man. I mean, appreciate you coming through to the Cosign. Thank you so much. If you guys want to listen to the Cosign, definitely check me out on iTunes. I'm on SoundCloud. Um, Follow me on Twitter at AKBionicMark on Twitter. And I'm uh, on Instagram at the Cosign underscore. Thank you so much. This is Bionic Mark from The Cosign. Again, check me out on all the social media outlets. Bye-bye. See you guys.